Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, three-time Olympic gold medalist, just Olympic legend, and just all-around wonderful person to talk to and be with, Gail Devers. Uh, welcome back to Sports Radio 929 The Game. How are you this morning? Doing great. Always great to hear your voice. And um, thank you for, for spending some time and taking a break from uh, being out on the track because you're still on the track, but you're working with some, some young folk. And um, well, how, how's that been going? What's that been like for you? It's been good. You know, I've been, I always tell people I was voluntold to come out there and work with some kids. Um, but they're, they're, you know, a great group of kids. I, I just think that if you have knowledge, you're supposed to give it back. And then it's, it's rewarding to see them accomplish some of their goals. So that's what we're working towards. We're going to keep doing it um, and looking to have some great, great performances. Absolutely, absolutely. You know all about great performances. And uh, obviously throughout your career, you, you had some stumbling blocks, some things that kind of got in your way some setbacks, and I think that's the thing that makes people look at you and say, man, the things that she overcame uh, to get where she got and be this simple and be this great champion. Um, and, and this is something you want to make people aware of right now. You give it a nickname, thyroid eye disease. Uh, you want to call people's attention to it. Explain what it is and how it works and what effects does it have. Okay. Well, so most people do know my story of uh, Graves' disease and my journey of, you know, I started losing a lot of weight rapidly at my worst. I was like 79 to 82 pounds, uh, hair falling out, nails breaking, just all kinds of stuff, could not run. And it took me two and a half, almost three years to be diagnosed. So once I was diagnosed with my Graves' disease, you know, my whole goal was to get back on track. I wanted to catch up to the old Gail Beavers. And two and a half, three years is a long time. But in addition to that, I was having issues with my eyes. Um, you know, they were bulging, they were red, they were, um, they wouldn't close all the way when I slept. So all these things I just attributed once I was diagnosed that, okay, that just must be residual effects of my Graves' disease and I should just be happy to be alive and, you know, just figure out how to deal with it. But progressively they were getting worse. Even when I ran hurdles, they were blurry, you know, and I just know, well, hurdles, you run in rhythm, so I'm good. But 30 years, it's 30 years and I'm still having issues with my eyes. And it wasn't until last year 
that I found out that I have something called thyroid eye disease. So I named him Ted. You know, I'm like, okay, you're unwanted. I didn't want you here. And, you know, it's crazy that I didn't know and that it's related to Graves' disease, but it's separate. So you have to be treated by a separate TED specialist, like a oculoplastic surgeon or a neuro-ophthalmologist. And so I need people to know that you should not have to go through this. You know, I, I said it before with my Graves' disease that I suffer, nobody else should have to suffer, and I'm still suffering to the point that I don't drive at nighttime because the oncoming cars, the lights are blinding. So nobody should have to do this. I know people who have TED, and it's very debilitating. They cannot work. There's certain things that they cannot do. So I partnered with Horizon Therapeutics, and we're bringing the first ever Listen to Your Eyes mobile exhibit to Atlanta next Sunday. And I want people to come out because I tell people, if you have Graves' disease, up to 50% of people with Graves' disease may develop thyroid eye disease. But you, don't, you may not know it. So you have to, you know, I, not a single doctor ever told me about it. And so when you have knowledge, you're supposed to spread that knowledge. So I need people to pay attention to your eyes. And, and I, I'm thanking you for allowing me to come on to talk about this because nobody should have to go through this. And, and the only way to do that is, is, is knowledge. And so I keep telling people I'm running a relab. I ran a relay, you know, for the United States. Now I'm running a relay for the world and I'm passing the baton to you. You're passing that information to everybody else. And, and it's going to save somebody's quality of life. Folks, we're pleased to be spending some time this morning on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Olympic legend Gail Devers. And she is social. You can find her on Twitter at I'm Gail Devers. I'm Gail Devers. You, you, you were there a lot of things. And we're going to get into something I saw you got posted at the pin at the top of your Twitter. Um, that, 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 that was pretty amazing. This event coming up next Sunday, where is it going to be? And, and where can people get more information? What time is it taking place? And are you going, are, are you going to be there? Oh, I'm definitely going to be there. It's uh, it's called the Listen to Your Eyes mobile exhibit, and our stop in Atlanta is next Sunday, June 12th, from 10 to 5 at Atlantic Station. And I'll be there um, in the booth from, like, 12 to 4. So definitely come out. There's there's different things. What we're trying to do is, is empower people. You know, what I did, I told people, I ended up, you know, when I ran, one of the things that got me through running was writing. And I all I love to write. So I wrote, you know, I still have sticky notes. I write my goals down. I sign them. And so I used to write in my journals. And so what I recently did was once I found out that I was diagnosed with a TED, I wrote a Dear Ted letter. And it was very empowering for me to be able to tell Ted he's got to go, that he's been unwanted. It's like having a guest in your house that you didn't want for 30 years. Um, just to let him know that I'm taking my power back and I'm regaining my self-control over all of that. And so we want people to be able to band together in communities. I know when I was going through my Graves' disease, if I had, you know, been able to talk to people going through the same thing, it helps you, especially with mental, uh, uh, mental health awareness and trying to, you know, you're in a dark spot. And when you don't have answers, it's like somebody putting you in a box and then them sitting on top of the box and inviting other people to sit on top of it and not letting you out no matter how much you scream. So it's, it's a way for us to take that power back to say, okay, you know what? Now I know what this is, and I'm going to work towards getting my life back on track, for real. I always tell people I'm a sprinter, and yet going through my illness and all the, the things that I've had health-wise, I've taken the marathons route, and that's not where you want to go. I want to get to the finish line or through the finish line quicker. 
Yeah, yeah. So spending time with one of the all-time greats um, in track and field and uh, wanting you to come out and join with her next Sunday at Atlantic Station. I got to ask you a little something about the, the last couple of years um, and how difficult it has been for those who compete today in in the in your area and and uh, with the track teams with the on and off again and the planning and not planning for Olympics. I mean, how difficult was it for you to watch, knowing what the the um, the, the USA team and all the teams were going through uh, on again off again preparations, whether or not Olympics were going to be played, and then to go and have limited spectators. I know that's something that you guys thrived on being in those big stadiums filled with uh, filled with spectators. Right. You know what? And, and that's an interesting question that you asked that because it, I think twofold, um, you know, since I don't compete anymore, I've become a, a big fan of my sport, you know, and I've always said I wanted to do that. But then thinking back, you know, the pandemic didn't just affect those athletes. It affected all of us, you know. So imagine the unsurety and the uncertainty of what's going to happen next one way or the other. As an Olympian, yes, you understand the Olympics come around maybe supposedly every four years, now five on on that front. But the uncertainty of not knowing if it's going to happen, what's your normal, you know, you have a normal routine that you go out, you train, you do this, you do that, you lift weights. Now everything's shut down. You've got to figure out where do I train? Can I still train? Am I going to be able to get to my coach? The one good thing is is Zoom and, you know, that you can FaceTime and show. So people learn and and I always talk about champions. Champions are not made, they're born. You already have that within you, whether it is in any walk of life. And so what people had to figure out was how to still accomplish those goals that they had set for themselves. So you saw people working out at home. You saw them working out in the street, you know, um, any and everywhere just to get the, the get the job done because if they were going to have the Olympic Games, it was going to be spur of the moment. Yes, it's going to happen. And then it could be shut down the, the next second. So it is about being ready. And I think that holding back is almost like having caged, you know, that you were caged up. And once they open the gates and re- release you, like with, with horses, and they release the horses, they're ready to go. And I think that as athletes, that, that what, that's what comes through. And you, you saw some great performances because people have been waiting to compete they had been waiting. I mean, not willingly, but that's what they had to do. And and once you get a chance to get on that stage, they went out and 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 they, and they let it all out. Even though you know, in front of a limited spectator, you, you because when you're preparing for something at the Olympics, I know that's the thing that's also in your mind. You're you're visualizing success, but you're also visualizing everything that comes with that whole experience. And you've lived it a, a number of times, and uh, to find that it wasn't that had to be very very difficult. For those who were competing, let me talk about about about, you, about the, the, this generation coming up competing. And you got a couple of folks, uh, you, your children, who are out there competing. How how what, how do you relate those things to them at, at this stage of, of of your life and of their lives? On oh, the loser, you still there? Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> I don't know what what what, what happened. That we lost for a minute. But just uh, how, how do you explain it to? To, uh, to, to your kids and, and people of their age that, that you work with um, getting prepared for it now? Uh, you know, now it's, it's just about, I, I tell people what practice is, is rehearsal for the main event. With, and what that means to me is when we go to practice, you know, it's like 
putting deposits in the bank. You can't go to the bank and make a, a, a withdrawal if you didn't put anything in. And so we're saving. We're saving. We're putting in uh, deposits every time we go to practice so that we're waiting. And when you get to a meet, no matter what stage it is, the Olympics, state, uh, regions, whatever, it may be at a different venue, but the idea is still the same. And when you get there, you want to be able to pull out that black card and spin, 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 because it's like, you know, I like to say you're only as good as your last performance, so you got to make it count. Yeah. And I love watching these kids understand that, and you see them get out there, you know, every time they get out. And it's a personal thing. Success is what you make it. It's not – it doesn't mean that you have to, um, you know, get all the money or own the company or come in first. It means that you have to be a winner. The, the winner is by your efforts, which means that you just give 110% effort and you are a winner. And my best example to them is that, you know, I went to the Olympic Games and my goal was to get across the finish line and I failed in the hurdles. I mean, you can Google Gail Beaver's famous fall, you know, but I will take it to my grave that I was successful because I did all that I could do to get across that finish line. Always, always giving her best, folks. We Please spend some time with Gail Devers this morning. Always great catching up. Once again, tell us the, the, the name and the location and time for the event next week, and people can actually can actually meet you there. Yes, please come. Please come and talk to me. I will be there. It's called the Listen to Your Eyes Mobile Exhibit, exhibit and it is uh, June 12th, next Sunday, from 10 to 5 at Atlantic Station. I will be there from 12 to 4. If you want more information, you can visit thyroideyesontheroad.com. This is our first stop, but we plan on uh, plan on hitting it all, you know. And I really just want people, even if it's not you, I tell people, you're going to come in contact with somebody complaining of some of these same symptoms. And like I talked about that relay. You're part of this relay team now. I'm, I'm incorporating the, the world as my relay uh, teammates, and we got to help save people's quality of life. Fantastic, fantastic. Gail, always doing amazing things. Always great catching up with you. And I look forward to stopping by and and saying hello next Sunday. Oh, absolutely. Look forward to seeing you, and thank you so much for allowing me to come on. Good morning, everyone. I know you're flying solo, fam, so keep it up. Doing a great job. (laughs) All right, all right. That is Gail Deavers, just a treasure, and uh, lives here in our area, uh, Olympic legend, and uh, still passionate and still wanting to win and wants you to come out and win with her next week at Atlantic Station. All right, speaking of winning and being on a track, how about a different track? NASCAR getting set to roll for the first time in St. Louis, and it's a different flavor out there, y'all. Adam Alexander's coming up next on this Sunday morning. Sam Crenshaw with you. Eric Slaughter, other side of the glass uh, on this Sunday morning here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.